Welcome to the Define You Radio Podcast, where class is always in session. Get ready for the life lessons, tips, and stories to help you define your life. And now your host, the drill sergeant with love, Valencia Griffin Wallace. Thank you so much for joining. Welcome to Define You Radio Live Facebook Edition. I am so excited to have one of my um, really interesting, calm, good friends. I guess I could call, I could call you a friend, right, KM? Are we friends? We're friends. We're not just Facebook friends, right? Since you don't put me on the spot, I have to say yes. <laughs> KM, if you've listened to the podcast, uh, and if you're part of, hey, hon, it, and if you're a part of Define You Movement, you've seen the lives with her, you've heard her on the podcast. She is an awesome woman who I got the chance to spend time with earlier this year at a spiritual retreat that she had in Dallas. So this new enlightened Valencia is partially due to her, her guidance. So you guys could thank her for that more calmer version of Valencia. So with that being said, hey, Queen LaVon, um, Queen KM, would you like to go ahead and tell the audience a little bit about you? Um, sure. I am a motivational speaker and author, and then, of course, a Christian minister and life coach. I also um, run a couple of companies along with my ministry, and I just enjoy motivating people to live out the purpose that God has given them and do it without fear. <laughs> Yay! And then part part of your uh, purpose is to keep Valencia calm and on the straight path. I'm adding that to your purpose. <laughs> okay. So, KM, today, um, in which I thought was really important, we're talking about faith, fully anticipating it to happen. And I spoke on this yesterday, and I know you could drive that message home about faith. What What is faith to you? Well, obviously, we, we all know the Bible tells us that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And then James talks about how faith without works is dead. So then he takes it a little bit deeper. So for me, faith is having a belief in something or someone higher than yourself. Um, and also, so there's two parts to that because you can it's having faith in yourself. But, but we're talking about having faith in something or someone higher than yourself. And knowing that whatever you're asking, it will come to pass. Yay. Guys, make sure you like, love, and share the video. Um, and if you have any questions, because KM is a hard to catch up with queen. If you have any questions about faith, please go ahead and drop them in the comments. We can see see that. But I want to know if you guys are honest, have you ever struggled in your faith and, and like, just let's have a moment of honesty. Cause I could honestly say I've struggled in my faith and I, I know God is not like a genie. He's not just Valencia, believe it. It happens right then. And sometimes when you see, and I'm not being judgmental. Okay. I'm gonna just be honest. Sometimes when you see, people that don't even know God, don't care about God, don't 
like none of the above, sometimes when you see those types of people with bad character get ahead, it's hard to stay faithful and stay the course. What are your thoughts, Queen? Well, I mean, first of all, the Bible tells us that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. So even though you're seeing people get ahead and they may not be doing what, you know, you may not have what they have. It's for you too. You will get yours and what's due to you. And, you know, it, it is hard. And, and just like you, I've had times where I have, uh, my faith has wavered. I'm not, you know, I haven't always been positive. Nobody's perfect. You know, we all go through those times in our lives where, we need a little extra boost to say, okay, I can keep going. Yes, th there, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. But the, but the thing is to remember, I think the key that's always helped me along the way was knowing that my steps were ordered, knowing hmm. that I'm doing what I can, you know, according to what God has, has asked of me, I'm doing what I can. And so at, at the end of this, I will get a reward. And so if you're constantly just striving towards your best and the best that's for you and stop looking outside of your path, stay in your lane, look, focus on your lane, stop looking at who's passing you by and what they're passing you by in and, you know, focus on where you're going. And when you do that, then your faith can be built. It's when we start looking around that our faith starts to fall. It's it's interesting. And I love Dynasty's comment because she put faith to me is believe trusting and knowing that it is worked out even if I don't see how and or when and she was honest and I appreciate that because she put she has struggled in her faith significantly significantly it's Monday y'all okay I don't know what kind of words I'll be pronouncing and like I can relate to that and then and it's not that my faith in God changes you know like, I know what he's done, but it's that faith to believe Jeremiah 29, 11. Like, it's there and I'm supposed to believe it, but I don't always feel like he has plans for me or that I have, I'm following in those plans. You know what I'm saying? So I think the thing like that, see, I'm glad you brought that up. That's a really good place to start. So I think the first thing to do when, when we're wavering in our faith is to, to re remember Jeremiah 29, 11, but instead of looking at it like, well, is this true or not? But standing on it firm like a rock, that knowing that I, that he does have plans for me. Before he formed me in the womb, he knew who I was. If you can just start with that. Now let's take out the plans for I know the plans that have you. Let's take, get rid of that and just say, you know, that he knew you. So if yeah. God knows you, then that means that he knows the things that you are going to, you know, uh, that you're going to encounter along the way. And he says that he knows the end from the beginning. So again, from the beginning of him forming little Valencia, he knew, <laughs> he knew, he knew where you were going to be right here today. And so, mm -hmm. every, you know, for me, every time, I mean, every time that my faith begins to waver, you know, I have to say, okay, God knows about this. And he's waiting on me to do something. And so maybe I'm not doing what, what it is that he's asking of me at this time. So let me go figure out what that is so that I can, 
respond accordingly. And then it's it's that time, even if it's just praying or reading my Bible, whatever the case may be, it's at that time where I realized that things began to shift. And so when you're saying that, you know, your faith wavers and then, you know, you just can't hold on to knowing that, that um, you know, that he really has a plan for you because things don't look how you think that they should, hmm. that's, that's just a trick of the enemy because again it's not about what you see faith is not believing in the things that you can see it's believing in the things that you cannot and so you have to condition yourself because it's just like faith to me is like any muscle it's just you have to exercise it you have to exercise your faith you have to use it daily you have to use it constantly and consistently in different situations small and large because that's what builds it and so as soon as that when that faith begins to build then you can stand on Jeremiah 29 11 when that faith begins to build then you can think about James when that faith begins to build then you know that all things are working together for your good and you and you get that peace when you get in the middle of that storm and you can push through you're so smart you're so <laughs> smart I'm just, I'm just saying you you are so so smart and I'm glad that you touched on where I'm going next. Now, yesterday I had my scripture written out. You and Queen LaVon would have been proud. I was on my scripture. I think I had something from Deuteronomy. I can't tell you the chapter and the verse. I had, um, cause I had faith without work. So what, which one is that? Y'all know I'm a Bible student. James. Okay, that's James. See, I had I had that. So let's talk about that part, the actual work part in faith that we forget because we want to pray and cry and think God is a genie. We're going to rub our hands together and it's going to be okay, you know? So let's talk about faith without works, the actual working part of faith. Working faith, amen. Some people like some people look at that and they think, oh, when you say work, you're just talking about like your good works or that you're talking about like, oh, I fed the hungry and I clothed, you know, the need. And that's fine, too. But that's not what that's about. When it's talking about works, it's talking about it's it's not okay to just say that you believe something and then you do nothing afterwards. I can't just sit here and say that I believe that um, if I said I believe that. I'm going to have a good meal tonight, a good dinner tonight. I know I'm always talking about food, huh? I'm going to have a good dinner tonight, and then I do nothing about it. I don't go cook the meal. I don't go get the groceries. I don't do anything, but I'm expecting this meal to what, show up. Mm. There is a work that comes behind it. You can't just be- say that you believe something and then do nothing behind it. And then the reason why I keep going back to stick to the part say, because we speak a lot of times out of our mouth that we believe something or that we have faith or that we hope, but when in actuality in our heart, it's not true. We still have mm. doubt. We're still in our heart. We don't really believe what we're saying. We're saying it because it sounds good, but we're, but in actuality, if someone were to say, is that really what you believe? Is that really what you desire? Then the answer is, I don't know, or I, I guess, or maybe, or hopefully, but that's not a true faith or a true belief. When you truly believe something, like I believe it's going to rain tomorrow. So I'm going to go get my umbrella 
and I'm going to get my rain boots and put them by the door because I believe that when I wake up in the morning, there's going to be rain. And so mm. I'm preparing for the rain to come. I'm positioning myself for the rain to come. I'm getting everything in alignment and in accordance to what is needed in order to be ready when the rain comes. And that's what you do when you have real faith in something. Mm. KM dropping mics on a Monday. There, you know, on a Monday night. That's how we setting it off on Define You Radio. Uh, Dynasty said, works to me is the obedience in making an effort by actually moving your feet. And Queen LaVon says, there has to be a heart connection. And I do believe that because I always said, like, when my heart and my con- head connects on something, that's how I know. Um, because sometimes your head is say your head will say, okay, do this, and your heart will say something else. But to me, that's the activator. When both of them connect, I know it's true faith, so to speak, versus me saying something because I see I'm gonna do this because everybody else is doing it. You know? Because a lot of times we say stuff because it sounds like the right thing to say, you know, or we we say we're going to do something because it sounds like the right thing to say or do. I was talking to someone earlier today and they said um, that they I think they wanted to do something on one date. And then when we were talking even further, I heard them mention a different date. And they, you know, they were like, oh, I'm ready for this date to come. And I said, well, which date do you really want God to bring the past for you? Because you keep mm. saying both of them. Like, which one matters to you the most? Because if I were listening and I was someone saying, okay, you know, I'm going to try to work this out for your good. What I'm hearing is not that you know what you you want you don't know the true desire of your heart you know your heart's not really in this or you're just saying this alternative because you want to seem like you're okay with whatever turns out because you don't want to actually have true faith and belief in something Mm. else and get hurt and so i'm going off a little bit on here but that's what we do when we we don't have faith in something because or we stop believing something because it hasn't happened yet and so we feel like, well, because it hasn't happened yet, then I'm just going to say that I'm okay right now with this alternative when that's not truly what you believe. So then everything that's coming out of your mouth is not aligning up with what your faith is for. Mm. I need everybody to put a hashtag guilty if they have settled for less. That See, that's how I'm summing it up. Settled, settled for, because I'm guilty of that. Um, it's easier to, easier to say okay and settle. Some t- you you know, like I un- like I understand what you're saying, and I'm putting it. It's going around in my in my head, and I'm like, that's me. Like you feel like you like if you feel like you're supposed to like God is saying that you know you're supposed to be. I'm just gonna throw this up. I'm supposed to be a millionaire by the time I'm 30. me too. God. So now I'm 34 years old. I'm and I'm not, but let's just I'm just telling somebody's story. I'm 34 years old. I haven't become a millionaire yet. I haven't even become a thousandaire. So now I'm starting to lose faith and I'm starting to say, well, you know, I'll just be happy if I do this. You know, oh, let me bring my my dreams down a little bit more. But the thing is, is that you do not have to shrink because your goals and your dreams have not been met yet. Your vision just needs to your your faith needs to grow to meet your vision. Because sometimes it's not about that it was supposed to happen right now, that might have been your desire, but it doesn't mean it's not going to happen at all. So just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean it's not going to happen at all. 
a promise delayed is not a promise denied. Mm. You have to have faith and you have to continue to build it. Grow your faith up to where your dream is. Don't let that defeat you. Don't make yourself believe that because it hasn't happened yet, it's out of the picture. I, I love that. Your faith needs to meet your vision. Is that why that's a hashtag? A very long hashtag, but it's still a hashtag. Is that why you think so many people just give up? Because they look at their vision, which is so big, and they don't have the faith to even get close to it. But I see so many people give up a day short, a dollar short. My dreams of being a millionaire, my vis- the vision for my life. And I know why. You know, but I could see where people said, oh, okay, so I'm not going to be a millionaire because I'm already 42. It hasn't happened yet. Well, I'm going to live to 127. I got time. Sooner than later, Lord. Sooner than later. But I do could- you think Go ahead, KM. Well, I was going to say, Colonel Sanders was in his 60s when he became a millionaire. Mm-hmm. So that's beyond the point. I mean, beside the point, you don't, it, age has nothing to do with it. And we have to remember that our timing is not God's timing. I know you hear that all the time, but it's the truth. What we see is 20 years, you know, for us is like 20 seconds for him. So mm. he can do things quickly. But sometimes the delay is us. And most of the time, honestly, the, de- the delay is us. It's not that God doesn't want it to give it to us. I mean, I like the analogy when people say, think about your dreams and your promises, and maybe I'm making this my own analogy, but, you know, think about your dreams and your promises. It's like they're just in a bank. You know, they're, they're, they're in Chase Bank, and all you need is ATM card, and you can go get those millions, Valencia. Just go get your ATM card, put in your PIN number, and go get your millions. You're, you're trying to figure out, well, how do I, how, what's the PIN number, right? Hmm. So the PIN number is your faith. And so if you can figure out how to bridge that gap, if you can get your PIN number, you can go access those funds. Sometimes the reason why we can't access the things that we're believing for, like I said, because we don't have that, that we don't have that ATM card and PIN number of faith to get it. So, I mean, I think a lot of people just give up. Yes, they give up when they don't see this happening. I hear people say dreams that aren't theirs. Mm. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll come up with goals and visions that have, that I can, I don't even know them from Tom or Tim, but I can look them in the eye and know that whatever they're telling me that their dream is, is not theirs. It's probably something that they heard from somebody else or saw on TV, but you know, they don't, they don't have their true dreams. So now they're going after something that doesn't belong to them. And you wonder mm. why you don't get it. When, when we, we have to believe for what is ours, for our promises you know, what God has predestined and predetermined for us. And so when you, when you're having, when you're trying to have faith for something that you know that God is giving you a place in your heart that is for you, then all, then you can access it. You just have to believe that it is yours. Mm. Okay. Number one, faith is the pen number. Yes. I ain't never heard it, but you need to put it on the shirt. Because it summed it up. And if anybody banks with Chase and you've been at Chase, you know, Jesus. <laughs> I'm just saying. You um, you hit on so many points. And I can't speak for anybody else. I only could speak 
for me and hopefully me being honest will help other people be honest because even though you know i'm i'm walking in it you, you know what i'm saying like i'm going forward it's so hard to stay in the lane god prepared for you when you see uh other lanes moving faster or you know seem like they're moving in a bigger direction or a better direction and it's so hard to like god is this really like is this really my lane like how do you know well gotta have faith no i'm just kidding (laughs) Uh, (laughs) well i mean first of all if if you First of all, you have to stop looking in the other lanes. And I know that's hard. Um, when you see, I'm trying to, I'm really trying to, to, to not, I want to talk on both of them and I want to talk at the same time. So I'm trying to really break it down. But to answer your first, your, your question, how do you know that it is your path? That's something that you have to seek on the inside of you. And you, you will know through your prayer time. I always say that whenever you have a question about something, pray until you have peace. Mm. Because God is not the author of confusion. So if you want to know, he, I mean, when, I, when we say he's not the author of confusion, that's even with your, within yourself. So if you're feeling confusion within yourself about something, then you need to pray until God gives you peace about it. If you never get peace about that, then you need to start looking at something else. But if you have peace, like you just have peace, like you know that you know that you know, then don't question it anymore. It's your lane. Now, just because other people are passing by you doesn't mean they don't get to the the end of that road and have to make a U-turn. It doesn't mean that they have to turn off, you know, on side roads. It doesn't mean that they don't get in an accident along the way. You keep running your course. And that's what you have to focus on is what your course is. And see, we, we each play a part and a role in the kingdom of heaven. And so when, we, when we're doing what we're supposed to do, then the kingdom begins to, to connect how it's supposed to connect and it can operate and function how it's supposed to operate and function, you know, as one body. And so that's why it's so important for us to walk out our purpose, our individual purpose and plan that God has for our lives because your purpose affects somebody else's. So if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, you could be holding somebody else's progress up. Mm. Hashtag amen. Look, KM got that serious face now. She's ready to go in. Guys, if you have uh, kings and queens that's watching, make sure you like, love, share the video. Make sure you connect with KM Johnson Davis. I'm telling you, you will not regret it. And if you have questions while we have her on please go ahead and put it in the comments um you will be surprised i don't want to say you will be surprised because i'm not surprised but she knows so much and so open and so knowledgeable um with her answers and and i love that um i wanted to talk about this aspect of it and it's more of you know and i posted this before about being prepared for what we pray for. Do you ever think that we are, when something shows up, we prayed about? Because let's be honest, a lot of us ain't ready. And a lot of us are too scared to go forward with it. What What are your thoughts on, on that? Being prepared for what you pray for? Well, 
Oh, that's that's a big thing with me. Um, I, I really believe that a lot of times God is trying to get things to us and he can't get them to us because we're not prepared for them. So they mm. pass us by, you know, the opportunity comes and we say, oh, I don't have the money or I don't have the time or I don't have the um, whatever it is. I don't, you know, you, you don't have that. That becomes your song. And God's saying, well, I, you asked for this and it's here, but you're not ready. So then there, so that's the more obvious times. But then I think that there are times where, uh, where God gives it to us and we can walk into the opportunity but we can't do anything about it because and the reason we can't do anything about it is again, because we haven't prepared ourselves to go there. So I say all that to say, if you are truly believing, this goes back to the faith and, and, and faith with works. And so if you are truly believing what it is that you're asking for, then you will prepare to receive it. And it, just like I gave the analogy of preparing for rain tomorrow and getting my boots and my umbrella, that's the same thing. Faith has an expectation that comes with it. If mm. you really, truly believe that something is going to come to pass in your life, then you begin to expect it. And when you expect something, you begin to prepare. So if you're not preparing, that means you don't expect it. So then you need to search yourself and say, do I truly believe it? Because that's what to me, that's what that means. Because if you're not expecting something to happen, you don't have any belief in it. Mm. And, and, and that's even with your ability to do something. So if you're not expecting to succeed in something, then you don't believe in yourself. If you're not expecting to accomplish something, then you don't believe in yourself because that reflects back to self, right? But if you don't believe that something's going to come to pass in your life that that only, you know, you can do only a little and God has to do the rest, then now where is your faith? Because now that reflects on your, your expectation and faith in God. And so you really have to, to look at those things because we do prepare for what we believe is going to happen. My husband is coming, going on leave. I believe he's coming home on leave. So I am preparing for him to come home on leave because that's mm. because I know he will be here. I don't think anything differently. And so if, but if you think something differently, then you act differently. You don't prepare. You sit around. You just like, oh, and then when, some, when the knock comes on the door, you're like, oh my gosh, what are you doing here? I didn't expect that. So <laughs> you know, so like, it's, so it's either or you prepare for what you want to receive or you sit and wait for it to come and you're not ready and then what happens when you're not ready i'm just going to go a little bit further if, if if what it is that you're praying and asking god for and this is what you don't want to happen if you're praying and asking god for something money finances a man whatever it may be and you're not ready but he sends it what happens after that if you're not ready and he sends it what happens after that is you will lose it mm. because you don't have what it what, what is needed to keep it and so that's why preparation is so important. So if you truly, the, the moment you say you want to believe for something, you need to begin to prepare to receive it. Hashtag amen. So that means when people are saying, um, God going to send me a husband, they need to be preparing are you for that wife? husband. You know, God's going to send you a husband. Are you a wife? Are you ready to are you ready to, to to talk about your finances with a man? Are you ready to let him all up in your space? Are you ready for him to, to have to answer to him and let him know where you're going tonight? Are you ready for that? I mean, I'm just keeping it real. That's why I love you. I wasn't I mean, gonna say nothing. Home. We tell our husbands, we don't ask permission, but we tell them out of respect and consideration. Right. But single women will think that you're oh. 
he's running you and being you're being controlled, but that's not what it is. It's a respect. But are you ready for that? You, you have to prepare yourself mentally for things, you know, and emotionally for, for what that means. And so it's the same thing with finances. Are you, if $100,000 jumped in your bank account tonight at midnight, what would you do? Because if your answer is you're about to go on a shopping spree, you're about to go get your nails done, then you, you're not ready. Mm. Well, that's my church well. <laughs> Okay, I don't even know where to go next. Um, and so I'm waiting for for Queen Levon. I know y'all not Queen Levon because Queen Levon always comes with the scripture. She always come with the scripture, Lord. Um, but one of the things, oh, Dynasty just type same goes for wanting a baby. Exactly. Nail on the head. But I ain't lying. I wasn't prepared to be a mama. That was on the job training for, for me and, and most women. So let's say we kind of look and I know we're talking about faith, but to me, you have to have faith to raise your kid as well and put certain things in them, yeah. you know? You have um, to have faith knowing that you're doing, that you're doing all that you can do to raise them in the right way. Mm-hmm. In spite of how they may respond. You have a great son, but not everybody I, is as blessed. You know, some people, their children are doing the complete opposite of what they raised them to do. But you have to have faith in knowing that you did what you were supposed to do. And don't be scared to be all up in their business. <laughs> I'm just saying, um, you know, it, it's, it's very interesting. Because to me, when when I do something, right, so let's say I start off with a mustard seed and I know that's all that's all I need Lord that's all I need is just a little bit and I'm scared because a lot of people say well if you have faith you're not scared but no that's not truth even if we look at um the story of Gideon y'all know I know Gideon's story left right in halfway sideways okay but you know even when when God said you know when it was told to him you're gonna bring your people you're gonna free them and he still tested it's like he had a little little faith little faith but he still went forward but sometimes society people will make you feel guilty for only having a little faith but sometimes that's all you got sometimes that's all I had and, and that's fine, but that's why I said at the beginning that, you know, faith is like a muscle. It's something that you have to exercise. You have to work it because there are going to be those times that you don't feel like you have faith that can move mountains. But the way that your faith grows again is by utilizing it. It's by using it. The more that you, the more that you use it, the bigger it's going to grow. But to every man was dealt a measure of faith. And mm-hmm. so there is a measure, there's an amount. And then we said that if you only have faith as a as a mustard seed, then you can stay to the mountain. So those were two different scriptures, but he said that every man was dealt a measure of faith. So you, everyone has something to work with. Mm. You just got to work it out. Work with what you got. Work with what, what you got. One of the things that um I said yesterday was about, I don't have my my grandmother's faith but I didn't have my grandmother's battles and with my son it's 
you know, as I'm growing, I'm teaching him as, as like, we're growing in this thing together. But one of the things that next generation, that millennial generation have, it's almost like women in that, and men, I probably too, in that, what I call the, you know, we're the Gen Xers. Sometimes it feels like the, the crown of faith, the crown of blessing, though, that crown of knowing who you are and what you want to do got passed over us to mm-hmm. our children. And we're still, we're trying to, a lot of us still trying to figure out where do we fit? Where do we fit? God, like what? Come on now, Jeremiah 29, 11. Y'all know I'm throwing it out there. I know it left, right and sideways. But, you know, because I know I felt that way. Like I look at my grandmother. She had like unbelievable faith. Okay. And I look at my son just so confident and he just does it. Like he knows he's so much more mature than I was at his age. Thank you, Jesus. But then when it comes, when it comes to me and I'm still figuring out that part if you know what I'm saying like I could see where my grandmother's faith crown got handed to my son as a confidence crown and I think women in this middle area we're trying to figure out okay what about us where do we fit you you understand what I'm trying to say yeah but I don't think okay I don't think it skipped over you because I mean I, I I think that part of his confidence comes from how you raised him mm. you know that 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 comes from how you raise him but of course your children are who they are with or without us you know they have their own personalities but i think that the faith comes from what he's seen of you too and so maybe you have more faith than you think while you, mm. if you're searching it out he's probably seeing oh she's had she's got faith mom mom is doing what she thinks needs to be done and i can see that she's trusting and believing so, you know, sometimes what, what we might be feeling on the inside is not projected, projected on the outside. And so that's a good thing, you know, because now you're, you're showing what it looks like to go. That, that is faith. That's going through stuff when, when you don't know. Because remember, mm. faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So when you're going through, yeah, I mean, if I don't know if this water... Um, Moses is going to fall down on the side, but you want me to walk across it to get away from those people chasing me, but I have to trust and have faith that I got to get across this river and I'm not going to drown. I mean, you're still looking around the whole time. You're still a little unknown. There's some uncertainty. So just because you have faith doesn't mean you're not uncertain. It just means that you're walking, you know, you're walking, you're taking careful steps through, but you're stepping forward, you know, kind of like what um, I think it was that uh, the young lady at the beginning when she said, you know, you're, you're taking those steps forward. And so I I don't think that it skips over. I think that, um, again, because I know that we're all Delta measure of faith and it's just a matter of how we built it. And then your son is just learning from you. Mm. Hashtag amen. That made me feel good. That made me feel good because I always, I don't know if it's a woman thing, if it's a mama thing, if it's just a people thing that we always wonder if if who we are, because as, as I grow in my relationship with with God, I want to reflect that without having to say that. You know what I'm saying? Like I want, and and people that know me have noticed that growth, and people that haven't, I know, don't know me. 
So as you grow in faith, how important is it to have people that have faith in you around you? <laughs> if you notice, I think last week I posted something about Moses. And um, and I and I always think about this scripture where when Joshua was getting ready to go fight a battle. And so Moses told Joshua that God told him to go ahead and go, you know, go ahead and fight. And so, and I'm sorry, I'm all pointing on the table, but (laughs) Joshua goes, Joshua goes and, you know, he goes ahead and he starts fighting. And so Moses said, while you're fighting, so this is your, your faith, your people of faith. Moses says, while you're fighting, Joshua, I'm going to go up here on top of the hill and I'm going to pray and I'm going to just lift my hands and pray to God. And so Moses noticed that every time he lifted his hands and he prayed in support of Joshua, that Joshua would be winning. But every time he let his hands down, Joshua would start to lose. And so because Moses wanted Joshua to win because he was on his team, uh, his, his, his two friends that were with him, Aaron and her, decided, well, you know what? Moses is getting tired and we want Joshua to win too. So now you got a whole team of faithful people, you know, mm. faithful people, people of faith, you know, men of faith and people who are supportive. And they said, here, Moses, let's put this stone underneath you. Moses, take a seat and we're going to hold up each arm so that you don't get tired and Joshua can win. They had faith in God that God would do what God said he would do because God told them that if he fought, the, when, if he went and fought, that he would win and that all Moses needs to do was pray. So they, they believed that. They believed that and they set out to do it. So there's the faith portion right there. But they were also faithful because they supported him in what he had to do to make sure that he accomplished his goal to the end. And so... Is it important to have people around you, people of faith, people that are faithful? Yes, both. You need a team of people who who are not, they're not wavering in their faith. Because when you say, this is what God told me, this is what I believe, you want them to stand right there with you and say, okay, let's go. You know, you don't want them to be like, well, you know, I don't know. Well, are you sure that was God? Because if they start saying, are you sure? Then you're going to start thinking, am I sure? And then there's all this doubt around it, and then nothing gets accomplished, and you're and then you're left wondering. But you you need people who are going to say, "Girl, if that's that's what you feel that God told you to do, I'm all in it." Just mm. like just like the, uh, the the leper man who went to go see, uh, the guy that was he had leprosy, and he went to go see Elisha, and Elisha didn't even come out, but Elijah told his servant to tell him, so he sent it by messenger and said, "Hey, you know, tell him to go." walk around, you know, go dip in the well, I'm sorry, go dip in the um, water seven times and then he'll be healed. And the man was like, well, he couldn't even come out and talk to me. And well, I'm just leaving. He was mad because he didn't get what he thought or how he thought it should right. have come. And so then, but his friends, his servants that were with him came to him and said, but wait a minute, didn't you say that this is what you were believing? And if he would have came and told you yourself, himself that you would have done it he was like yeah you're right so then he went and did it and he was healed see it was Mm. another friend of faith and belief that was supporting and saying hey you know i believe what you were saying we came here together i'm part of your team i'm trying to be there i'm not gonna let you back down from what you said you were believing for that yes so yes you need people of faith that when you start to get weak they're going to lift you up when you stop believing in yourself they're going to remind you who you are when you start to think wait you know god is is this the right path they're going to say look do i need to get in the passenger seat next to you so yes you need people of faith look now this okay 
Now, I don't know the scripture. This is where my you come in. But I always think about the, the, the guy who, um, the guy in the bed, and Jesus was preaching, and they couldn't get in. And they lowered him in. And his friends, see, you think about the, they lowered him down. I think about how his friends tore the roof off. <laughs> you know, you should have known. Like, I think about that part because I want friends that you gonna drag me on my bed, right? Like, come on now, you talk about Valencia. You gonna <laughs> drag me on that bed, and uh, if they my friends, they got it in them, and we gonna y'all gonna get me on that roof some kind of way, and you willing to tear the roof off? And I think that, you know, I always say you're either guilty or get what I say guilty or great by association and I want and I think that's part of having faith is knowing that God is going to also bring those people in your life that's willing to hold your hands up and that's willing to go ahead and tear the roof off yes because yeah. if you can't, that's I'm gonna start doing a, app, a friendship application, and that's gonna be number one. Can will you tear off a roof for me? Dot com. That's the website. I'm taking applications now. I got questions. What scripture is that, KM? Because that that's like my Bible. So I'm like, yeah, I want friends that's gonna tear the roof off. Well, that's Mark and two. Well, Mark two and four. But that. But honestly, Mark, Luke, and I believe. John, I know definitely Mark and Luke gave the same account. So they both talked about it. So you can find it in Mark 2 and 4 and then also Luke and uh, Luke 5. I think around 17 first. So yeah. Tell y'all I'm a Bible student. I may not be, you know, I know the stories. I may can't. That's why I got friends that know where to find it. That's what's important. So as we um look, I love Nequisha. Nequisha, will you tear the roof off for me? If not, we can't be friends. <laughs> and I'm just looking at, at some of the uh comments. To me, it's important to have friends that pray with you. Cause I don't if I feel not very Valencia like. Like, if I don't feel like, uh, you know, define you and I'm the best and God has his hands on me, I want to have friends I could honestly go to and say, look, I'm I'm feeling like I'm, I'm feeling some kind of way. And you know mm-hmm. what that means. Um, that's what's important to me, you know, to have friends that have faith when you don't quite have it. Yes. So that's important. I've, you know, I've had um, instances where, you know, I've had to call friends. I remember I called one friend one time and it was stuff that I say all the time, you know, to motivate other people. But she said it to me mm-hmm. and it was just like light bulb, like, oh, wow. Okay, you're right. I, I wasn't doing that, you know, and it helped you know, propel me back in the right direction because my faith was wavering. So it's important to have that. Then I've had friends where, you know, we've we've gotten up at 5 a.m. and prayed together just Mm. because we've been going through things. So we we get on a call every week and and pray, just us, you know, just to get through whatever we're going through. You need that. You need people who are willing to do that because life is not just about our day-to-day. 
you know, there's other things that are happening. But some things, you know, can't be handled with by just smiling and trying to get through it and post, you know, nice positive quotes. That's not mm-hmm. enough. You know, we need a little, little bit more. We need reinforcements. Mm. Hashtag amen. Because I don't, if I don't, if I don't feel it, I've gotten to, I feel like once you pass 40, and I'm two years deep in this thing, okay? Once I pass 40, I felt like if I'm not feeling it, I'm not going to post it. Mm-hmm. And and then if I feel it, I want to know why am I feeling it? You know, like I'm not going to post a good morning quote and I'm battling with the time change. That's not being true to who Valencia is. <laughs> you know, I mean, I look at things a little different, but I wanted to hit on something really quick and then I want to make sure that people know what you got coming up because I'm really excited about it what about um okay no let's just skip okay so this weekend this week coming up the next couple of days why don't you go ahead and tell the audience what you are doing and then I could kind of go into my questions about that well, this week I'll be in Gulfport, Mississippi on the Mississippi Gulf Coast um, doing a three-day revival. And it's, uh, you know, it's not your typical revival. I don't even know what a revival is anymore because everybody's <laughs> doing all kinds of different things. But I'll be doing a revival on the Mississippi Gulf Coast in Gulfport, Mississippi um, called the Fresh Oil Revival. Which brings me, and how can how can they find out about about that like how can they come is it open invite do they have to be oh yeah like personal friends of km like i am like what's how can they get more information on where exactly to go anyone can come it's on my uh my business page km johnson davis and um you know so the event is there and then you can get all the details there it has the address the nights it's 7 p.m nightly wednesday thursday and friday night Awesome. I will make sure it's uh the link is is there. So fresh oil because we actually had a conversation about this earlier. Yeah, it's not your business all about our conversation, but I'm going to give you a sneak peek because when I hear fresh oil, I think about uh, let's see. We lost KM guys. Hopefully she comes in really quick so I'm gonna hit give her the link again but while we're waiting on her to come back on tell me what you think when you hear the term fresh oil Mm. hopefully she could go ahead and get back on so I'm gonna give her a minute before I cut thank you and post the um oh her phone died (laughs) that was nothing but the devil nothing but the devil so I will make sure that I post KM's website Queen Ashanti has posted her um, Facebook page I hope you guys have enjoyed this I hope you guys have enjoyed this live I know it's a little different but if you have been with Define You Radio a long time you know you have seen the growth in the show the direction of the show at the end of the day 
it's the goal of Define You Radio, the queens and kings that come on, the kings and queens that's connected, my beautiful uh, co-hosts, um, for you guys to see what we talk about, not just for us to talk about it. So when we talk about faith, it's something I could honestly say I have battled with it periodically because I'm always going to question um, that next step, but it doesn't keep me from taking it. So I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Make sure you join me and the Queens of the Hot Seat tomorrow night. It is an anniversary show. We are celebrating our one-year anniversary. We're doing it live. It's going to be interesting. We're just going to talk about what we've learned working together and all of those things. If you guys got something from this, please like, love, share the video. Make sure you leave your comments and check out um, Queen KM and Queen Ashanti put fresh oil represents the moving of the Holy Spirit in that the atmosphere is conducive for miracles, signs, and wonders. And that's a mic drop. So with that being said, y'all have a great night. Thank you so much for joining. And we will see you tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Central. Make sure you sure you check out the move retreat. You could go to ValenciaGWallace.com slash events. You can also go to bit.ly slash Move Retreat 2019 to definitely uh, connect and see what we have going on in Jacksonville, Florida. And um, yeah, pretty much that's it. Hey, hon, I'm dropping the mic. Y'all have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow night at 7 o'clock for our Hot Seat Special Anniversary Edition. You don't know what we're talking about. I'll see y'all then. Have a great night. Thank you for listening. Connect with the show at the Define You Facebook. Until next time, remember your past doesn't define you. It gives you definition, and what you do with that is up to you.